You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumer. I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumer. You know, Mary, you actually worked in human resources. I did for a short time uh, training at one of the corporations and had to do training in hiring and firing. And there was a story, it was not original to me. Somebody gave me uh, this, but I always loved it. And the point was why it's important to be clear when you're terminating an employee. And, and the story was told that the boss called old Joe in, who'd been there for many years. He said, well, you know, Joe, I guess I never thought this day would come. And Joe said, no, neither did I. He said, you know, it's not easy. Nope, it's never been easy. But Joe, through all of this, you and I have always been able to be good and honest with each other. It goes on and on. And finally, uh, Joe says, okay, and walks out. One of the other employees talks to Joe as Joe goes back to his machine and said, what's up with the boss? He said, I don't know. We had a good talk. It was okay. <laughs> uh, and the point, the point, of course, was if somebody has to leave your employment, say that. Say that like directly. And I, I bring that up today because... Maybe we needed to say that more clearly to Donald Trump. <laughs> How more clearly could have been said, John? Apparently not, because Maggie Haberman, both here and my, one of our favorite reporters uh, for the New York Times, she covers Washington. And I mean, Maggie, saying she is wired is just not even close enough. I mean, she used to pick up the phone and talk to Donald Trump. She in you know consistently has great stories and maggie is reporting that donald is telling people he will be reinstated by august did you read this i did i mean at first you know you think okay is that the onion because yeah. even trump cannot begin to think that there's any way that the system would reinstate him there's nothing to have that happen but then when you see, you hear the crazy people around him, I think that um, that lawyer, uh, what's her name? Um, Sydney Powell. Sydney, I would say she's, yeah. sometimes it's a man's name, Simon, I was going to say. Yeah. She, was make, she was presenting at some QAnon conference. And as an aside, I want to know what hotel hosts the QAnon conference. I will never use that chain. But different mm. issue. No, somehow I think it's Motel 6. We'll okay. leave the light on for you. <laughs> so, um, but she was giving a presentation making this point that um, after all the states have, you know, recounted the ballots, then come August, Trump will be reinstated. That's what she was doing. And then, you know, the other um, whack job, uh, Flynn, Right. Isn't that his name? Right. And, yeah. And someone had said, why can't we do what they're doing in what said Myanmar, but this guy called it Myanmar. Why can't we do what they're doing in Myanmar and just put Trump back in? And to which Flynn said, oh, we should do that. Yeah. Yeah. We can I do think, it and we should do it. I think he should be arrested for that, actually, because that's sedition. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely is. And then he lies afterwards and kind of redoes the statement. Who said, well, I, I didn't say that. I didn't mean that. I meant 
the opposite of, of all these, uh, of all, you know, of what you think, I uh, think I said. No, it is sedition, right? But John, what's interesting is this is who Trump is listening to. So he's listening to the ass kissers, the McCarthy's at all, who are just, who don't want to rock the boat, right? Who's, who are trying to keep him calm. And then he's listening to these crazy people on the other side. And he's, you know, fairly isolated otherwise. I mean, I would guess, I'm sure he watches a lot of media, but I'd be surprised at this point if he's watching much CNN, NBC, MSNBC. I, I, I don't know that. I mean, was there any reporting on the Has there been any reporting? But you would think that he's watching Fox and OAN and Newsmax. And, you know, so he's seeing this very not just narrow, but twisted and wrong view of the world, just like a lot of his followers are. That's their reality. So while we go on and continue to live, this is what they're listening to. So can you blame the delusion when the delusion is being fed and nurtured by the crazy people around it? You can't. And I... This is in my imagination, but I don't think I'm far off from this. Uh, both of you and I went through corporate life where uh, a meeting would be called for this morning because the company has a problem, the company has a crisis. So we get everybody together and the nature of being the CEO or the chief operating officer is when you sit down at those meetings, you say to the group, okay, folks, we have a problem and we need answers. And that's why I brought you here to give me answers. I can imagine Donald Trump saying, nine o'clock this morning, I want everybody, Lewandowski, Miller, the whole group, Flynn in here, and let's go around and I wanna hear answers from you. And I can imagine at a business meeting, somebody saying, well, sir, I, I have an idea. Uh, last year, our sales were $2 million. If this year, Instead of that, we sell a hundred million, then I believe we'll be able to cover our costs and not have layoffs. And the CEO says, that's what I'm looking for. Innovative uh, thinking. Don't you think that kind of crazy stuff may be going on there uh, as well? And somebody says, Mr. President, here's the deal. You're going to be indicted and convicted unless, here's my brilliant idea, unless you are president again. Oh, my God, that's it. Make him president again. How can we do that? What about Arizona? And then we reinstate him. I know that's all lunatic, lunacy, but somehow I almost think that's happening. Well, and it, and it could happen with Trump because one of the problems I think he always had was that he didn't know better, meaning he didn't understand the Constitution. For all the fancy schools he went to, he was not well-educated. So he didn't have his own filters to say, I don't think that's possible, or I don't think there's a uh, mechanism in the Constitution um, to reinstate somebody. You know, whereas like any other person that was been president, at least in our lifetimes, would be like, great idea, but it's not going to work, and here's why. So it wouldn't surprise me. And, you know, plus Trump is... A, is just a delusional thinker. We know that from watching him um, all those years. 
So what's, I think all that's true, what's going on. And I think he and his followers probably do think there's some, you know, new moment coming in August. But I think the thing that as Americans we need to think about is what's the consequence of all the crazy? So that's, um, you know, what do they say that 50% of Republicans or some number like that believe that fraud, right? Biden won by fraud. So the Republicans are a minority party. So let's say that 50% of them is still how many millions of people? And what's the cost to us as a country, as a people, as a democracy, as a project, when you continue to have so many people believe the big lie? That's the thing that really concerns me. And I know that uh, there's a new book out that I intend to read um, by, uh, what was the guy? He was um, a national security guy for Obama about how, um, how do authoritarian, how do countries go from democracies to authoritarianism? And many of the things that Trump started are in place and the Republicans both the normal Republicans and the whack job Republicans are supporting. This is how it happens. It doesn't happen overnight with a coup. It happens slowly, slowly, slowly. And we're living through all of those. And one of the things that I've been thinking about, John, is the only person that can break the fever is somebody inside Trump's world. In other words, McConnell can't speak out at this point. Um, who would be the person who could say, okay, it was all a lie and we need to get back to the business of running this country? Is there anybody, can you think of anyone other than Trump that could do that? And Trump won't. No, I, I absolutely not. I, you know, frankly, Liz Cheney was never that crucial, uh, I don't think, to begin. And she's not going to be a strong enough voice. Obviously, Mitt Romney's uh, not, you know, you go through the regular list. Ben Sass and, and so forth, uh, in a way, the only person who could break all of it will not do it. And that's Donald Trump. No, he won't because for the exact reason we started this conversation, because he's deluded. First of all, I did hear, I don't know if this was Maggie Haberbun and one of the reporters saying that he misses being president, which just cracked me up because he never did the job in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> but he loved the trappings of it. Look at Biden loves the trappings of it. You can tell because yeah. he can't wipe that shitty grin off his face. I think he loves riding Air Force Two and everybody calling him Mr. President. I'm sure it's a blast to have that job. Oh, I'd like it. I think it'd be great. <laughs> well, you would be good at it, John. Yeah, I, I would. But the thing I'd do different is I'd wave my hand like the Queen of England does. You know, that... <laughs> A little turn kind of kind of thing. And frankly, I would be much happier with a ceremonial robe robe. Roll. I'm sorry, ceremonial roll. Because I just think I think there's a lot of work to being president. If there is a lot of work and you have to worry about a lot of stuff. But if you did it like Trump, you didn't really have to. And he probably also would have liked a ceremonial robe if you yeah. had a chance. Yeah, which would but, have been would have been good. But the you know, so it's back to the point though, which is the only person that can that can, as I use that expression, break the fever is Trump. 
but he, I believe, is too far gone in his own narcissism and sociopathy, whatever word you want to use to it, to be able to step back and say, wow, this thing has gone too far and it's putting thing, you know, putting the whole project of the United States at risk. It was interesting though, I was, I saw Mitch McConnell interviewed because, you know, he's taken a lot of heat on the January 6th uh, commission thing. So he keeps trying to explain himself. We know everything we are going to know. And, and we know that's not true, right? I mean, everybody knows that. And I was thinking, if you're Mitch McConnell, do you understand that history will not be kind to those people who oversaw the destruction of the greatest democracy that the world has ever seen? And that is Mitch McConnell, and that is Kevin McCarthy, and that is Lindsey Graham, and all this cast of characters who continue to support Trump instead of going down there as a group of people and saying, say what you want about us, try to destroy us. We will protect the country before we will protect you. And it is so hard for us to understand, maybe impossible, <clears throat> what they are gaining. And I'd address this to Lindsey Graham because he's the one who said it. Why do you really believe the only person who can lead this country is Donald Trump. I mean, Graham said he's the only one who can lead the Republican Party farther. That's not true. That's never been true. One of the greatest leaders in the history of this country, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, at his death with the Second World War not finished yet, everyone said, what will we do? And they were led by a very, very mild, unassuming man, Harry Truman, who history looks back at now as one of our great presidents. I used to, when I was at Goodyear, I remember a boss used to tell me, you know, we value all of you, but nobody here is irreplaceable. The Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company will go, go on. This republic can go on. It does not need to be sacrificed for Donald Trump. Right, and nor nor are their jobs or their power, individual power, is it more important than um, the whole enterprise of the United States of America. And maybe that's the thing that um, is the most cynical about what's happening. So if you're Mitch McConnell and you, or Kevin McCarthy, and you hear, you read Maggie Haberman's reporting about Trump saying he'll be back in power. Do you laugh or do you cry? Or at any point do you take responsibility and say, I own a piece of this delusion because I haven't had the courage to face to face with Donald Trump say, it's over, enough is enough. Yeah, absolutely. None of them, none of them any courage at all, John, and, you know, a, a pox on their houses. Absolutely. And I think the point you made before is, is we wind up here, that all the presidents before this knew you cannot be reinstated. Donald Trump doesn't seem to know that. They knew that. And so they understood that. Now, George W. Bush would have said, you can't be resistated in state, resistantated. Because he could never get a word straight. Yes, exactly. He made up some word for it. It would be like <laughs> it would be like strategery. There. Are you trying to resist and tame me? I don't think so. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.
Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.